Hello and welcome to the Speaking Encouraging Words SEW podcast. My name is Cynthia B. Jackson and I am the founder of Speaking Encouraging Words. I love to focus on sowing God's word in our hearts so that we can live it out in our lives. On today's podcast, I want to talk about the sanitized tongue. You know, we all are sanitizing so many things in this season because of COVID. But we also have to look at how we are to sanitize our life by applying the word of God. Now, as I was preparing to do my last podcast for the year of 2021, I asked the Lord what he wanted me to write about. You know, initially, I assumed that he wanted me to write about a Christmas story, right? We have a lot in the word of God that can really, really testify to Jesus and his birth. And so I was ready to sit down and I was ready to uh, to actually write something about Christmas, Mary, Joseph, the mangers, the the wife. Man, I was ready, guys. However, when I sat down to my computer, um, nothing was coming together. Um, and so I had to really, I started writing one thing and it just wasn't coming together. You know how when you sit down and you, you all hype and you're ready to write something that you want to write about, and you know within the first probably 15 minutes of your writing that this is not this is not going to come to pass. So that's how I was. I was struggling trying to write a, a December Christmas theme blog and, and, and actually do a, a December Christmas theme podcast, which it never came to pass. So I decided to settle my spirit down and I just waited for the Lord to speak. And I heard the Holy Spirit say the sanitized tongue. And yep, you're absolutely right. It has nothing to do with Christmas, but I do feel that this is a word that we can receive as we enter into the next year, 2022, because I don't know about you, but I'm excited about 2022 and I'm excited about how God is preparing us, even in this last couple of weeks of December, to be ready to receive all that he has for us. So the sanitized tongue is the topic that I will be talking about in this podcast. And I love to find the definition. I love to find out if the Lord gives me a word, I go and look for the definition because I want to know really what it's, what it means. And so first I want to look at the definition of sanitize. And so the word sanitize means to make something more acceptable by removing potentially offensive material. Right. So when you sanitize an object, as we are all aware of what we're doing now in this COVID season, you are applying a more powerful agent that has the strength and the ability to to remove whatever is offensive on an object. Well, the word of God is the holy sanitizer for life offenses. If we read the Bible, have faith and meditate on Holy Scripture and uh, walk in his word, um, it is powerful enough to sanitize every area of our life to include our tongue, which is the most powerful thing on our body. Now, I have to be honest, as I sat down um, to do this podcast and to do my blog on the sanitized tongue, uh, in the midst of all of that, God was convicted me on how I had been using my tongue. Uh, my words and opinions and, and of certain situations, they, they just were not laced with grace and edification. And I had to come to the realization that this was not of God. I mean, it didn't take me long because sometimes when I was talking, I, I knew it, but you know, we get besides ourselves and we fall off the wagon. But I knew that my words and opinions of certain situations just was not right. It just not, it did not meet the standard of the word of God. 
And, and furthermore, I had been yielding my tongue to unfruitful conversations and it just wasn't pretty. And I knew it wasn't pretty. And, and I knew that um, everything that I was saying did not meet the standard uh, in his word and God's words regarding how I am to use my tongue or how we are to use our tongue. So, of course, what did I do? I asked God for forgiveness, as we should, when he convicts us, and I repented. And then I asked him, I say, Lord, help me to sanitize my tongue. I don't want to go into 2022 with a contaminated, offensive tongue, because I know that God has work for me to do. And I know that God has work for all of us to do in the kingdom. And our tongue is the biggest, sometimes can be the biggest obstacle to our progression and to our blessing. So I asked the Lord... Uh, to help me. And he did. He really did. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. He helped me understand through scripture what it what he designed our tongue. And many of us know this. And so if you're listening to this podcast, this is this and you're a believer and you know all of the wonderful scriptures in the Bible. This is just a reminder to help you to see how powerful your tongue is and how it can impact your life and the lives of others. So in my last podcast for 2021, I'm going to share some vital biblical nuggets. These are really good nuggets. It's just like, you know, it's better than McDonald's chicken nuggets, better than Wendy's chicken nuggets, because it's the word of God. And I pray that you will remember these biblical nuggets. And when, when you're asked to speak on a subject or when you're even conversating with other people that you will remember what you're hearing today about a sanitized tongue. So I'm going to jump right into it. So nugget number one, our tongue is a wellspring for life. Our tongue is a wellspring for life. When we speak, we are supposed to be adding value to whatever we are talking to or talking about. You know, after uh, conversing with us, no one should leave uh, our presence feeling broken, disappointed or discouraged. I don't want to be the author of broken, disappointed and discouraged words. And, And I know that you don't. And so when you frame your mind to say, "Okay, my tongue is a wellspring for life. It's well. Everything I speak is well. Everything I speak will add edification. Proverbs 15, four says a wholesome, which means a sound beneficial tongue is a tree of life, but perversiveness, which means corruptness in it breaks the spirit. So your tongue is so supposed to be sound. It's supposed to be beneficial. Everything that you say is supposed to add value to those that are around you or have grace on it. And again, people are, that come into your presence, when they leave, they should be feeling uplifted, not bought down and discouraged and disappointed. You know, our tongue was designed for God's purpose to speak life. We are to build each other up and not tear each other down. You know, when we do that with our tongue, We are actually walking in agreement with Satan's plans for humanity. He wants to destroy who God has called us to be. And he wants to use our own tongue to do it to ourselves and to do it to other people. And this is not the assignment that God has for our tongue. You know, we have to be intentional with our words and we have to form words with our tongue that makes a difference for the good in people's lives. 
it matters to God how we use our tongue because it impacts him. It impacts our own lives and it impacts the lives of other people that we interact with. Or even if we don't interact with God hears us when we speak, we don't have to always say it uh, to someone. God is hearing every word that we speak. So you may be mumbling underneath your breath while well, God hears that he wants your tongue to be a wellspring for life. So remember that. Nugget number two, our tongue should not be a landing strip for slander, lies, deceit, and gossip. It is our responsibility to protect the integrity of the words that we speak. In other words, we have to be the gatekeepers of our tongue. We have the power to say and not say certain things. We have to restrain ourselves from operating in the, on, in the assignments of the enemy, which is to use words to kill, steal and destroy uh, and, 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 and contribute to his agenda. We can say no. We can say no. We're not going to we're not going to join you, Satan. So you have to be the gatekeeper of your tongue. Proverbs 15 two says the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pour, pours forth foolishness. Before we speak, listen guys, before we speak, we should be evaluating our words to ensure that they are words of wisdom and not foolishness. I'm just going to say it. We act the fool when we use our, our tongue to conversate on topics that contain slander, lies, deceit, and gossip. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm, I am not a fool and I definitely don't want to act a fool. So I am going to stay away from slander, lies, deceit and gossip. These things should never find a comfortable place in our life to habitate. And so a lot of times we think about uh, let's just talk about gossip for a little bit. Because I want to I want to just break that down. We have all participated in gossip me to include it. And sometimes as believers, we will have, it's the big, I often think of it like it's the big G gossip, right? Well, you know that you're gossiping. It's plain, it's neon lights, you are gossiping. And then it's that little G gossip, right? It's the subtle gossip, is the prayer for, pray for her gossip, is pray for him gossip. And in, in actuality, what you're doing is you're gossiping because if someone come to you and they share their heart with you, and they share the things that are they're struggling with. And then you go and take it upon yourself and say, oh, let me go share it with Sally, Mary and Grace and say, OK, hey, guys, let's get together and pray for her. If Jane did not tell you to gather up the prayer team to pray for her issue and it was between you and Jane, then that's where it should be. You should take it to the Lord. You shouldn't take it to the streets, so to speak. You shouldn't take people's uh, uh, frustrations and their faults and their struggles to the streets under the skies, under the disguise of praying, praying for them because we do it. But that is little G gossip. So you have to ask yourself, is what I'm about to share with other people, is it going to add value to the person that told it to me? 
Is it going to expose them to things or expose their life to other people that do not have an intimate relationship with them? So that's the thing that I want to kind of highlight in this nugget number two, that be careful when someone shares their heart with you and then you take it upon yourself or we take it upon ourselves to then share that sensitive, precious information with other people. Um, That is gossip. And God is not pleased with that when we do that. And so we should not be uh, a landing strip for those things to uh, to manifest in our life. Listen, if someone wants to gossip, our tongue should be so sanitized that when gossip, when the gossip team comes on the scene and they see you, they shut their mouth till you leave. They shut their mouth until you leave. They respect the authority. They respect the presence of God in you so much that they will say, well, let's wait until Jane leaves. Let's wait until uh, Cynthia leaves. Let's wait until Tom leaves because we don't want to say this around her because she's the presence of the Lord is in her. I know it. I've had it happen to me. Um, Years ago, years ago, I've had people, I worked at this HR office and it was a bunch of women and, you know, and I would come into one section and they would get ready to talk. And i never forget one of my friends, Delia, she would say, oh, no, we can't say it right now. Cynthia's here. And that's what I long for. That's what I lost in the midst of just going through life. And that's what I'm seeking God and asking God to, uh, you know, bring back like, Lord, I want to, um, I want to be in that presence where people know that I do not gossip. People know that I do not slander. People know that I do not, uh, you know, say lies, which I don't. But people know that and they're not going to allow that to to come into my presence because the standard that I have built up in my life says no. So that's nugget number two. Our tongue should not be a landing strip for slander, lies, deceit and the little G gossip and the big G gossip. So just when you're gossiping, it's still wrong, little G, big G, but just know that God does not want you to use your tongue for that purpose. So nugget number three, our tongue should not be the spokesperson for anger and wrath. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Listen, you can go on social media and you can see all kind of fights in back and forth, even in the political scene, even in the in the in the body of Christ is back and forth. It's like, God, what is going on? Everybody is so angry. Everybody is so full of wrath. What is going on? It's it's the unpleasant words. And, and of course, you know, people are just reacting to life uh, frustrations, but there is a better way. God always has a better way. Um, you know, the book in the book of James, it says, I believe it's one twenty. It says the wrath of a man does not produce the righteousness of God. So we have to understand that anything that we do in wrath will never produce the godly things that God has ordained for us to produce. So the right, the, um, the uh, the righteous the wrath of, of 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 a man will never produce the righteousness of God. So the minute that you start that you begin to walk in wrath, you know that you're not producing anything that's righteous. And so when we become a spokesperson for anger and wrath, uh, we are signaling this is this this is us this is us, but this is not God's plan for our life. We should not use our tongue 
to be a spokesperson for anger and wrath. One of my favorite scriptures comes from Proverbs 15 and 15 is 15 and one. And it says a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. You know, I'm, I'm going to share this story. I was in Walmart. And so um, my Walmart here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania is very, very uh, theatrical. Uh, entertaining and scary sometimes. And this moment I was in there this day and it, it was kind of scary. And so I'm shopping, minding my business, probably getting things that I don't need because that's what Walmart you know, does to you. Um, and so I hear all of this, um, this altercation going on on the next row. And I hear one woman saying, get out my way. And, you know, it was just going back and forth. Well, I didn't know. I wasn't the only one that heard it. So everybody started gathering to that aisle. Uh, but on, on the other hand, I'm going the opposite direction because I'm thinking I am not going to be a part of Channel 5 News, uh, ABC 27 News. I am going away because I can see how these things could escalate. Um, so I leave, I go, of course, everybody's grabbing their phones and, you know, doing what we do now in society. And so I go to the other side and, and then I wait and then I go back and then I see the lady. So it was a customer and a Walmart worker. And I see the lady and the lady has her children and her husband. And while they were going back and forward, I heard her husband saying, uh, come on, honey, stop. And when I looked at them again, when I came back to the other side of the store, her children looked so like disappointed and they looked so sad. And I thought in that moment, had either one of them just given a soft answer, they would have turned away all of that wrath, which would not have impacted her husband, which not would not have impacted her children and the store worker, the Walmart store worker. So I share that story to say we have the opportunity to turn away wrath with our tongue with a soft answer. God wants us to be a people that have soft answer. We don't always have to fight all the time. There is an answer that God has ordained us to say when we're met with wrath. Ask him for that. Say, Lord, what do you want me to say? This person or this thing is really frustrating me. What do you want me to say? So our tongue can turn away wrath or it could stir up anger. Which one do you want to use your tongue for? It's up to you. I encourage you to use your tongue to influence and promote the works of God in the atmosphere where you dwell. When you do this, you know, we glorify God and we, we, we don't allow our tongue to become a spokesperson for Satan's plans. Instead, we allow the Holy Spirit that resides on the inside of us to influence our tongue. And, and we speak words that would change the direction of wrath and anger away from us and lead us into the life and the life that God lead us into saying words that bring life, not only for us, but for the lives of other people around us. So every day we get the opportunity to choose how we will use our tongue. One of the most famous scriptures on the tongue is Proverbs 18 and 21. And it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. The words we speak with our tongue do impact our lives. You know, we can speak words of life that brings forth the good fruit of love, restoration and edification. Um, or we can speak words of death that brings forth negativity, despair and disappointment. And those things can thrive in our lives if we continue to speak it. But this is not God's plan for our tongue. I encourage you to make a decision 
that every time you're faced with an opportunity to use words of death, discouragement, negativity, disappointment, and despair, that you choose the assignment that God has for your tongue, which is to speak life. He wants us to speak life, guys. God desires to use our tongue for his glory. So listen, don't allow the enemy to hijack your tongue and use it for his foolish agenda. He is foolish. The Bible says that, you know, only a fool says that there is no God. Certain things, and even the enemy knows there's there there's a God. I mean, he he was in heaven. You know, even Satan knows that. So when 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 you use words that does not line up with the word of God, you know, with edification, then you are operating in a realm that the enemy owns. You are in his realm of influence, and we don't want to be there. We don't want to be in the realm of Satan. We want to be in the realm of God. We want to be walking and saying words that God is pleased and he has put his stamp on it. And I'll just leave you with this scripture as I close. Ephesians 4 and 29 says, let no unwholesome word proceeds out of proceed out of your mouth, but only words that are of edification and bring brings grace to the moment and to those who hear and so I paraphrase that. Okay. So go and read it for yourself. It's not verbatim, but that scripture is saying, watch your words, make sure the words that you speak are of edification. Make sure the words that you speak, lift people up. I challenge you going into 2022, be the gatekeeper of your words. Watch the integrity of your words. Watch what you say and, and think about it before they even come through your mouth. Evaluate it and say, is this going to uh, um, have a, a positive effect on this person or a negative effect, uh, effect on this person? Evaluate and say, is this going to give glory to God or is it or is it a part of the enemy's plan uh, and agenda, which is to steal, kill and destroy? You have to ask yourself those questions. And I challenge you to do that as you go into 2022 and these last couple of weeks of December. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Remember, God is the holy sanitizer and he can sanitize your tongue. I pray that you have a great day. And if you want to check out my website where this podcast can be listened to as well, it's www.cynthiabjackson.com. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Instagram. I pray that you have a wonderful day and God add many blessings to your life. Thank you and love you.